Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Testing, testing. Just fine. Can you hear me? Just fine. Yep. And we are rolling. Cool. So is goose hunting legal in the Netherlands or not? I think it is. The I, article goose that I shooting. Found. Goose shooting is legal. Well, like I said, there's depredation permits. Mm -hmm. But the link that I sent you, you know what? I should just say this. I'll put it in the show notes. But there is um, the website is huntingpro dot. Did you see one decoy on that website? W i x. Did you see them hunting over a decoy? Um, no. No, you didn't. Ramsey Russell you had it up there for a second. Now it's down. Well. And I found some articles about Ramsey Russell that weren't very nice. Oh, really? In the Dutch newspapers. <laughs> when, was, I was tra when I was researching. Was he the one that was doing the gas chambers? That could be why. No, no, no. <laughs> That's an actual dude from the Netherlands. It's in the New York Times. They have a piece on him. Well, I, I guess the thing to do would be to... Uh, Contact them and send them an email and see, uh, and get the scoop directly from them. Wait, wait, hold on. Here's some, well, you can do some wild boar hunts. Yeah, they actually have pheasants are legal, mallards are legal. There's certain game species that are legal, and geese, there's I mean, no there's geese in there. Hunting photos, but I don't there's see. There's dead goose photos. They might, maybe they don't hunt over decoys. Maybe they don't have to. There's so it's many. illegal to. Is it really? Yeah, and it, I can't remember what country okay. it is. It might be the Netherlands, but the decoys are registered with the state. Oh, that's so weird. It is weird, yeah. <laughs> so Europe is like this fucking wild west, dude. It is the wild, wild west over there. The Netherlands, they, there's some estimates that it's got two, over 2 million geese wintering in the Netherlands right now. Well, I don't speak Dutchanese, but um, that's what this whole thing is. But this guy's got some Egyptian geese there, which on their website says they don't get very many of them, but they do get some every year. Yeah, there's some resident some populations pigeons. in Germany, they too. They shoot the geese in the morning, and they shoot pigeons in the afternoon. That looks like a nice lodge. I could stay there. Yeah, Europe seems to be like, either hunting is illegal, or you can hunt 365 days a year, 24 hours a day, and there's no limits. And you can use piles of corn. You can use calling <laughs> ducks. You can, But you can't use decoys. 
not it just depends there's so many countries clustered up right next to each other yeah like uh if you go down that coastline like where sweden swooping down right there um like just across the that little strait there you got uh estonia kaliningrad poland germany yeah um the netherlands denmark and all of them have their own like regulation structures. Like you go into like uh, the Eastern Bloc countries, they got really good hunting too. Um, it's something to really look into. I don't know because right so. now, I dude, mean... they are about as organized as like the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service if it was like 1903. <laughs> <laughs> so not I'm, well. <laughs> I am not shitting you, dude. Like I think I tried to save this article. Oh fuck, I don't know if I did, but it was just. Uh, They've got something they're starting up over there called the AEWA. I guess I don't know when they started it. But they're starting to try to get like a flyway, a flyway-wide regulation system. Mm, oh, something like we have here. Yeah, so the... Uh, with Canada and Mexico. Yeah, and they're like so... They're coming out with like these um, God, that would harvest be management the plans. And they're going through... Like I'm reading this. They're going through country by country by country. And they're like, no info, no info, no info, like... Can you imagine, though, the shit show that that would be? I mean, here we have three countries you got to deal with. There, it's like their countries are like our states. I mean, some of those countries <laughs> are the size of our states. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm looking. Here's the list of the countries that are in the AEWA. Albania. Sounds like a pro Algeria. Armenia. Austria. Azerbaijan. Bahrain. Belarus. Belgium. Bosnia. Bulgaria. I'm only in the bees. I'm Dude, just look in how, the bees. Look how long it is. Oh my god. Yeah. That's crazy. And they all speak different languages and have different money and shit. God. That go would be so cool. Ireland. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just everywhere over there. I'd go hunting in Ireland. That'd be pretty fun. Just get I've heard that's lit fun up as in the fuck. pub after the hunt. Dude, I know a guy from Michigan, a, a guide. Um, he went. He goes over there and hunts like once a year and shot a uh, like a black gull or a, a like a humongous seagull and it was banded. Motherfucker. Hmm. Do you know that you can go to Iceland and hunt? Um, it's the only plus place left in the world you can legally hunt. Uh, crap. What are those uh, oh, birds? Puffins. With puffins. Yeah, yep, there it is. You can hunt puffins yeah. there. Um, also, those would look good on the wall. You can market hunt in so Iceland cool. as well. Like if you shoot a bunch of geese, you can go sell them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tickets to Reykjavik are like 500 bones. That's not bad. It's not bad at it's all. Dude, I've paid more to fly to fucking Memphis. Exactly. <laughs> That's so cheap. I remember looking at tickets to uh, Iceland, and it was, yeah, I think it was like 400 and some bucks at the time. I'm like, are you, wait, what? How is it that shit? <laughs> it's literally more for me to fly to Charleston than it is to I can go to Iceland. Okay, let me read the definition. The agreement on the conservation of Africa, Eurasian migratory waterbirds is an intergovernmental treaty dedicated to the conservation of migratory waterbirds and their habitat across Africa, Europe, the Middle East, Central Asia, Greenland, and the Canadian archipelago. That's a lot of territory. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of people to get on the same page. Like a lot. Oh, yeah. Look, they got a little map. Different... They just take like a pizza slice yeah, down it's, the it's, entire globe. Yeah, it's just a globe. <laughs> I mean, if you just... just Africa alone, think of all the different countries that are in Africa and how big Africa is. You can put all of the United States in there, Europe, South America. Like, people don't realize how giant Africa is as a landmass. It's. That, yeah, I just can't so get over, huge. like, how many geese are in Europe, like the two million figure. And I looked up uh, square miles. I love the variety. I mean, that's yeah, just there's awesome. A ton, yeah, there's barnacles, pinkfoots, um, white fronts, bar headed. 
Barheads, apparently. I'd yeah. never heard of people shooting those over there on that yeah, side on of Europe. That, on that Dutch head. That's a that Pakistan Dutch thing. Yeah, that's so cool. I guess Pakistan's fucking dynamite, too. Some dude from, uh, like, the United Arab Emirates reached out to me once, like, thinking I could I think take I, him on a guided hunt. I think I follow somebody from... Uh, Arab hunters? Yeah, that's like a, it's yeah. like a, a hunting... Yeah. page and it's all arab yeah they're about it's it crazy <laughs> like okay they that's seem like weird kind of just like us like instead of like good job they're like whatever their salute is <laughs> <Mom. Jabba Jabba. laughs> oh my god i don't know what they're saying but they got their you know you know what they're saying with their inflections <laughs> yes, you know what i mean like yes. it sounds like our inflections <laughs> except it's durka durka i want to i want to meet the the arabic ted nugent I want to. I want to talk to the one that's so out there that like right. all the other mainstreamers hate. <laughs> yeah, like the most flamboyantly yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> Probably got twenty-seven billion in the bank. Right. Have you ever seen the Prince of Jordan's uh, private hunting ground? Not, not no. Oh, dude, that's crazy. There's a couple hell like two helicopter pads where he lands. Really? Yeah, a bunch of canals. It's just a green oasis in the desert. Let's go. <laughs> and like, it's bordered by these creeks that wind. Like, huh. they zigzag back and forth like some World War One trenches. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, oh yeah. So you can sneak around the corners and shoot the ducks off of it. We could go to Russia. I just did the the Russia story last week. Okay. Uh, but I'm guessing their species are pretty similar. Well, they have bar heads, and they also have mews. Those mew. Ducks. Of course, Russia. What are you talking? Western or Eastern Russia? Because Russia's ginormous, it's too. big. I uh, mean, if you're talking the, you know, Kamchatka over there on the I was talking Pacific. to uh, Bobby Hayes, the guy who owns uh, Ducklander Calls, down at Rogers last year, and he was saying that he, all of a sudden he started selling a fuckload of duck calls over to Russia. These dudes, like, reached out to him, and he said they had, like, mountains of teal that they were shooting. And they had AK-47s in all their photos. And he's like, what do you have those AKs for? Because it looks like you're in a pond, like in a northern Minnesota pond, yeah. like the, the pine trees behind yeah, in the background. Yeah, like a bog. Yeah, and, and they said it's for the bears. I guess the oh, bears out I there bet. are fucking vicious. Yeah, they got the big Russian bears out there for sure. Those got to be it. And then if you go far enough north, you run into the polars too. So, Yeah. Dude, there's a couple times the snow geese hatch doesn't pan out very well because of – Squad of polar bears will come in there and gorge <laughs> on eggs for six weeks. Them. That's crazy. Yeah, a Bacall teal is on my list, but I think they're protected. Even in Russia, I don't think you can shoot Bacalls. Oh, really? I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, but I think I read that somewhere. I think there's one of those that came through Crex Meadows. Or uh, Falcated or whatever they're called. Those are pretty badass looking too. Yeah. There's so many duck species. There was just one. Oh, pink-eared. Have you ever heard of a pink-eared? I don't Duck, believe I have. Look it up right now. Yeah, it's, I've, I just saw it today. I don't know if it was Instagram or what. And I was like, what? Every time I see a duck that I haven't seen yet, I'm always like, how does this one slip past me all these years? Have you, it's like an even more flamboyant spoonie. Oh, that looks kind of like a, a zebra ruddy duck. But check out the bill. It's, it's, a, it's wide like a spoonie, but the, it, it actually has sides on it on the very end. Almost looks like an upside down shoehorn. That is a beautiful duck, dude. Those are crazy. Ha! <laughs> says zebra duck, just like zebra. I said. <laughs> oh, it's an Australian duck. Ooh, let's go! Although every everything native in Australia, I believe, is off limits. Huh? They got some crazy shit going on in Australia. I've seen they have uh, protesters come out to like the uh, like popular public hunting areas on opening days and stuff. 
as far as I know, I don't think, well, maybe you can hunt some native. I don't know. I thought, I thought the only thing you could hunt in Australia and New Zealand are like the non-native stuff. I have no idea. I met that Hunter Morrow guy from, uh, um, New Zealand. He was in Arkansas guiding and he said it was, I don't want to misquote him, but he was saying like New Zealand's just like the, just like the American Southwest, like attitude wise. Yeah. You know, he's like, uh, when I'm not doing this, I'm, uh, doing rodeo. That's awesome. I guess the rodeo is huge in I New bet. Zealand. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. They're all about that cowboy life think, out there. What, about, what do you think wrestling? Like professional wrestling is big there too? I hope so. If yeah. it is, I might move. <laughs> <laughs> I still follow. I don't. Here, here's the weird thing about me now, like with social media, like I don't watch wrestling anymore because I don't have to. I get all the highlights right on the social media and I just watch the matches that I want without I the rigmarole. I never watched it, but it's so popular in this area. Like, this is where it grew. Like, this is where the wrestlers oh, all came Minnesota? from. Oh, Minnesota? Yeah, there was a yeah. ton of wrestlers way back in the day. AWA. There's this kid in uh, my Bel- or, uh, elementary school, Bel Air. Bel Air Tigers. And uh, his, name was- <laughs> <laughs> his name was Kevin Quenneman. He was in a wheelchair, he had some birth defect. And he won. He was like a super outgoing dude, though. Like everybody liked him. He's really friendly. And uh, he won a, like a little Make a Wish thing or something like that, where he got to go to uh, um, just this one wrestling match, I guess. And he just clicked with all the wrestlers, became friends with all of them. That's awesome. Um, I guess uh, my buddy Matt lived in the same uh, like trailer park as him. One day, like there's a stretch limo driving down the road and Hulk Hogan gets out, lets Kevin out like high five, catch you later. Get, I'll pick you up for the next one. Like, catch what? you later, brother. <laughs> yeah, brother. <laughs> like, holy shit, dude. Wonder what Eat I your vitamins and say your prayers. Anyways, back to talks. Yeah. I don't know anything about that stuff. Love, have you ever heard of I the African wrestling. pygmy goose? Yes, I have. I've seen a mounted one in that, uh, out in Ortonville. You ever been to that place? The Ortonville Mm-mm. Wildfowl Museum? I have not. Some dude who lived on uh, that lake, Artichoke Lake, uh, just tried to get the biggest collection ever of mounted birds. He's got a Nini goose in there. Oh, wow. Yeah. The mounted Nini That's goose. the one from Hawaii, isn't it? Yeah, he killed it himself. Just kidding. <laughs> I was like, uh. I think some of it was like other museums donating <laughs> sure, to his and sure. stuff. I have no idea, but they've got an audio tour with it. It's fucking sick dude i don't want to check that out that'd be you're sweet a, you're, you ever go out to ortonville and hunt i have once uh, once or twice we hunted out that way a lot way, of people yeah. go that way and nobody goes to the museum the place is awesome we need to put it on the map field trip let's go i'm down that'd be so much fun we should get that guy in the podcast that could be fun i, th- I do believe he's still alive <laughs> i do believe i do believe um what other europe stuff can we throw in this episode Europe, man. All right, something people don't know about. So, what Europe. do you know, like for sure, like where can you hunt? What, like, what would you? What here's you think what you I know about. Do? Here's what I know through my research, <laughs> deep my research, research, like Alex Jones style. Um, dark through the, my, my <laughs> travels through the dark web. The people there don't really know what the fuck they're doing. I believe it that. took me a long time to find somebody who actually just looked like a goose hunter. You know what I mean? Well, just even looking at that website, like the terminology they yeah, use, you're just like it's weird. It's really weird. There, there's some crazy good wood pigeon hunters over there and stuff, and they hunt woodcock like motherfuckers over there too. But like to to like, why aren't they killing these geese? And I think it's kind of a new thing for them. Uh, well, it kind of was. It's been illegal for so long, at least in the Netherlands. And also, just kind of across Europe, because that country was fucking ravaged after World War One and World War Two. And people would murk the ducks and geese oh, out. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, like they had a huge market hunting problem because 
I bet. Everybody needed food, right. basically, to bring back to their pile of rubble. Well, and then and then add to it the habitat loss from just blowing up farm fields and yeah, ponds everything. full of you know, probably diesel fuel. and I mean, that had to... That had to have a long-lasting effect on, on wildlife populations. There's a couple dudes who do it real good in Sweden. South Sweden is really where you see some huge high-volume hunts. Um, these guys are hitting multiple 200-bird days per season. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, that would be awesome, but honestly, like, the numbers part isn't, like, what drives my interest. It's the hunting in a strange land kind of with with, with – People from a different culture, that would be cool. 100%. But the different kinds of geese that we just don't have here. Like, you know, we start getting in the gray lags and the pink foots and the bar heads and the stuff that we just oh, don't dude. get here would be so cool. I found this today. <clears throat> Took a screenshot. Like an Egyptian goose? God, those things are, they don't even look like geese. Okay, so species, pink-footed goose. Type of marking, blue neckband, number ringed. <gasps> what? 2,493. <laughs> Okay, these are all neck bands on different geese, and I'll just do, do some numbers. 2,493, 2,215, 5,555, 2,869, 2,867. This is how many are... 1,360. Collared? 15, 15, these are... Um, yeah, these are neck bands. 15,738 colored leg rings on their, uh, their brants they have out there. They've got 8,000 of those. Oh, my God. Um, the, there's a big study in Russia where they went in, they rounded up a bunch of barnacles that were um, nesting up in that uh, peninsula in Russia, whatever it's called. But apparently they got 16,210 of them. Kamchatka. They put two plastic leg bands on, two color markers. God. Um, 9,037. Here's what I want. They got a lime green neck collar on white fronts. Oh, cool. That's the ones they only have. 1300 of only only <laughs> only 1300 collared the biggest oh my god the biggest highest density of neck collars that i've been able to find in all my research in the united states and actually this is this is canada it's not even the united states but i found an island and it wasn't even the same study it was like three different studies and it totaled up to like 599 i think dude your chance of getting one because because now you're throwing in a lot of banded collared geese up there and these hunts the where you can hunt them they're like liberal hunting so like you're shooting you know lots of them so you i think you would have a pretty good chance at getting one of those don't you think unless there's just that many birds dude that... i've seen i followed some dudes from sweden like they're out scouting and you can see them like pull the uh, binoculars up to their eyes and their whole dashboards lined with collars a couple of them have gps transmitters so, like... oh my god let's go <laughs> I don't know where I want to find the money for, but let's figure it out. <laughs> Quick trip to the red light district for uh, make some money. <laughs> Wait, make some mm -hmm. money? Yeah, whatever. Make some money to pay for the trip. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, that'd be so cool. And there, the thing about over there is they want people reporting these birds. They've got like 99% reports uh report rates on these birds. Wow. Yeah, like they so they want I mean like why wouldn't you? I don't understand people that get bans and don't report them. That's just weird. No, yeah, so there's a lot more emphasis on like the citizen science stuff over there and um probably a lot less hunters. I'm sure. I know there's 6 million some hunters in Europe, but how many of them are goose hunters and how many right. are woodcock hunters? Or 
fox and you know yeah the fox and hound gentlemen you know 6.7 million hunters is a lot though because what do we have like i believe 30 million total is that right i think it's one out of 100 let's see like a one percent mark we got there i know there's a million duck hunters that's one out of 300 in the u.s 11.5 11.5 million hunters in I 2016. Close. I was close. And there's like 650,000 goose hunters. Wow. And they're all in Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, <apparently>. they're all <laughs> ruining my hunts. <laughs> and none of them know how to back up a trailer at the boat launch, apparently. You've been proud of me. I snuck one in there so good the other day. What do you mean? At a boat ramp. Oh, wasn't meant for two trucks, but I made but it happen. But you made it happen, that <laughs> a boy. I was trying to jet ski. Ah, oh, you're one of those. At least it wasn't a wakeboard. Those are the worst. A wakeboard? Why? Wake boats? Are oh, the, wake boats. They are the worst. The worst. They're fun to jump your jet ski in their wake. They're the worst. Why don't you just get a jet ski and play nice? Right? Because a jet ski doesn't create that big of a wake. Here's the thing I hate with no, this just total jump. tangent. But if you have a wake boat, you are an asshole because your pastime and, – and this is coming from, like, the serial libertarian, like, if it's legal, do it by all means. But the problem with wake boats is that you're creating a hassle for every other person that's recreating on that lake, Maybe. whether they want big waves or not. Like, when I go – when I'm on plane in my bass boat, I hardly even create a wake. It's It's tiny. So maybe just use it in a more remote location? Just don't use them. They should be banned. I hate them. They're the worst. You're be on there trying to... Huh? I'm you just kidding. fucking literal. <clears throat> I know. <laughs> just, they, they just irritate me so much. The other thing is, too, the people that operate them are usually the most inexperienced um, captains Dude, on the water. that's because they're trying to get pussy, not learn 16. how to boat. Exactly. All right? Just give them some slack, all right? I won't. That's pussy not a bad habit either. Yeah, well, find a better way. <laughs> learn how to sing. Works yeah, for me. Get a jet ski. <laughs> get a jet ski. Jet skis are great. I have no problem with jet skis unless they buzz right next to me, which is pretty irritating, but Man, that's just common. That's I, just common I'd, courtesy. I just keep trying to learn more and more about this Europe spot, though, and I don't know. It's fun to research that shit, man. Oh, the, the mallard hunts there, too, the night mallard hunts. Night um, mallard hunts? Yeah, they do mi- night migrator hunts, and it's big in France. Oh, my God. And then uh, the, in uh, Sweden, they also do, like, high-volume mallard drives. So you'll see, like, piles of, like, 400 mallards they shoot in an afternoon. That's You're like, wait, how do you shoot? I've been on pigeon hunts where we shot 400. I'm like, how the fuck would you do that with mallards? And uh, so what they do is they build ponds that, like, have a escape route. So the ducks have to funnel out the escape route. And then to attract them there, they fill these ponds with corn. And then they put out calling decoys to... Calling ducks? Yeah, calling ducks to get it to come in. Oh, my in. God. <laughs> It works. Wow. Like, basically, they do everything you absolutely could not do here. Like, you would, whatever you would do here to lose your hunting rights for life, that's what they do there as, an, as a tradition. Normal practice. Yeah, it's a tradition. <laughs> you do that a year, yeah. Be, you never work in the hunting it's industry again. Over. over. For good reason. There's reasons we made these laws. Exactly. And there's a reason why lots of countries over there have illegal hunting because they shot the fuck out of everything. Right. And now they can't, now they can't do anything. Like we, you look at like the geese and the duck, uh, the duck trends in the United States or in our flyways at least our four flyways, they're trending upwards over thirty the last thirty years. And we have three billion less birds, I think, than we did twenty years ago. 
to- right? like birds. Yes, it is right. Like it's not like just some hippy dippy shit that somebody came up with. <laughs> apparently, because um, radar, it's called radar aeroecology. So they're taking these Doppler radars and they figured out how to key it in on uh, birds and bird movement, like what ways birds are mm-hmm. actually traveling. Because these Doppler radars, they've been out for like 30, 40 years. And they are sensitive enough to pick up a drop of water. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, they're yeah, going to they, find a bird. They, they see rain. Right. So they can see birds too. <laughs> so now like they've just kind of figured out how to – this is brand new shit. So now they're like, well, holy cow, we have 30 years of database. A different way of estimating numbers. Yeah. Like now, now that we know how to kind of decipher what's birds, what's not birds – now they can go and through all the historical data and they like, it is not hmm. bullshit. I guess they're saying like we have a significant decrease in the amount of like songbirds and that sort of thing. Well, there's a lot more of those, uh, um, windmills going up. Those gotta, those are rumored to kill a lot of birds. I don't know. Cause a lot of cats. those Tweety birds fucking cats they migrate man. high as fuck. I guess they're high altitude migrators. Oh, really? Yeah. Then they point, uh, they point giant microphones into the sky. Because they don't know what species are, is flying oh, up there. they're trying to get their calls. They can just see it's birds going north. And yeah, and they'll pick up the calls and then identify the species. Hmm. That's interesting. It's really crazy. There's one. Oh, this is almost a separate uh, subject. But uh, I did. I heard it. I heard it repeated to me in the snow goose field this year that hummingbirds don't migrate but that they hitch rides on canada geese yeah i've heard rick ham say that it's it's uh <laughs> it's complete and utter bullshit <laughs> yeah it's pretty easy to google they <laughs> they just they literally don't migrate it's the same why would when the geese get here they're standing on ice there's still snow around hummingbirds gonna starve where's the flower they need nectar to survive there are no flowers for another month yet at least yeah and there's only one hummingbird that nests i think east of the missouri river and that's the ruby-throated. Ruby-throated. That's yeah, what the, we have Yeah, here, that's yeah. what we have. And it's like um, they nest in like Minnesota northern, or southern Canada, and then they go down to Louisiana maybe? That's crazy. Like you go to any of those southern – not any of them, but uh, most southern states have multiple different kinds of hummingbirds. The ones like uh, the southwestern states. Yeah, yeah Arizona's a lot got a of different shit kinds. Of them. Yeah. yeah. I see them on my rare, uh, rare bird reports all the Pretty time. Pretty cool. Like some – Argentinian hummingbirds spotted big, in Texas. long, like, twin tails on them and shit. Yeah, they're, they're cool, cool looking. looking. Yeah. yeah, super cool looking. We'd have a fuckload of hummingbirds at our feed- feeders all the time. Yeah, they're pretty cool. But anything else you want to add to the Europe, uh, European waterfall edition? Let's fucking go. We good? We good on that one? I just need to find the, con- the right country that's got a perfect mixture of legalized... High I limits. Um, I think it's Netherlands. We just got to do drugs, a little. Drugs. Let's, let's, drugs. Let's, let's, yeah, dude. <laughs> <That'd> be, <laughs> let's just send them an email and see what we get back from them. We'll do a follow-up episode once we have some actual knowledge. Like, can you actually hunt? <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty certain you can. I know I read an article when they when they went from it was banned, and then they're like, we have a problem. There's too many of them. They're, the if reason they did it was. you can't hunt the Netherlands, the, you can hunt Denmark. If you can't hunt the Netherlands, you can hunt Germany, Poland, right. Kal- Kal- uh, Kaliningrad. Just get around it. Estonia. <laughs> they got so many birds, it's ridiculous. But All right, that one's that. We're going to wrap this one up. This has been the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast Waterfall Wednesday with Nick J. Thanks, everybody, for joining. Hey, if you got some uh, waterfall lovers out there that you know and they are not aware of the Waterfall Wednesday or Full Scale Outdoors Podcast, let them know. Share it with your buddies. Keep it going around. 
Uh, don't forget, if you have a beard, if you're thinking about growing a beard, take care of that some bitch. Go to thebeardstruggle.com, put in code FULLSCALE15 at checkout, save yourself 15%. Thank you again for listening. Whatever your passion, especially if it's waterfall, pursue it full scale. In Wild Country, rules were not created by man. Don't miss Wild Country, Wednesdays from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Primos. Speak the language. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery. Waypoint TV.